0: Welcome to the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. I had the pleasure of meeting in Cleveland Dr. Philip J. Rosenthal, who's a top civic, professional, and scientific leader in New York City, and I'd like to tell you about this gifted man, and I mentioned to our director of production, Kevin Carr, that he has more college degrees than anybody I've ever met, that he must have spent 10-15 years in college. He attended public school in the Bronx and graduated salutatorian from the Bronx High School of Science. Graduated from Yale, summa cum laude, Phi Beta Kappa physics. Graduated from Caltech, where he earned a master's and Ph.D. in physics researching string theory and cosmology. At Caltech, was a consultant of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, worked on the Pluto flyby program, which evolved into the mission that visited Pluto in 2015. And then he earned a JD magna cum laude from Harvard. Very gifted, intellectual, Dr. Philip J. Rosenthal on the Rusk Report. Let's talk about the status of New York City today. You've got a mayor who doesn't seem very popular with the police. They often think that he eggs on the racial upheaval in uh, New York City. I can remember the funeral for the two slain policemen and five or six hundred policemen turned away when the mayor spoke Um, what's the city like today dr. Rosenthal
1: oh Brian thank you for having me on the show and uh, you're right there are increased tensions Uh, the police which are so critical especially in New York to keep us safe with the threat of terror is growing Uh, the police just don't feel they have the support of the mayor um, I think they have the support of a lot of the public, uh, but, but certainly not the mayor. We see um, crime rising, different kinds of kinds of crime flashings in the, in the subway. We see uh, homelessness uh, rising. And so, uh, you know, I remember growing up in, uh, in, in, in the Bronx in the 70s, and, uh, boy, the city was not a very safe or very good place to be in, and I sure hope we're not heading back to that.
0: Well, it sounds like uh, Giuliani and Bloomberg made great strides against crime, and they had the stop-and-frisk laws, which they were able to see if people had many outstanding warrants uh, for them, and it really kept the crime down. But now it seems like this mayor seems to take the side often of the criminal instead of law enforcement. I, I- I think he
1: does and the stop and fist program is something that we certainly need back uh in in new york and uh also just more support of the counterterrorism units and so uh the, the the many uh potential attacks that the nypd has thwarted over the years and we we want to support them in doing that and that that not, not, not uh, have the mayor get in the way and so i think a lot of people are looking forward to uh, uh, potential change uh, coming
0: next year. Let's see if New York City is getting their fair share of help from Washington, D.C. You have Senator Schumer and Senator Gillibrand and, oh, I don't know, probably about 10 congressmen serving the greater New York City area. Are you getting your bacon back to New York City? Uh,
1: You know, we're, we're, we're getting... Some of that, but I think there's, there's so much more. New York City pays higher taxes than any, any anywhere in the country, pretty much. And so uh, with, with that great tax burden, we certainly want to see more uh, come back, or at least lower the taxes. So uh, I, I think there are a lot of concerns about that.
0: Well, have the high taxes driven away a lot of young people and corporate executives who can... Go across the state line to New Jersey or Pennsylvania or Connecticut, and put a lot of money back in their pocket.
1: Oh, absolutely! And it's—it's. Uh, it's, you know, I live on the Upper West Side of Manhattan here, and it's amazing how many people. That uh, you know, really, they, they they live here, but they make sure their permanent residences are somewhere outside of New York, uh, so that they can keep the tax burden lower. So it really backfires on the city and the state, where where you get less taxes if people don't want to live here and don't want to uh, don't 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 want to be officially residents here.
0: Well, how can we reverse this exodus of professionals uh, living in other states? Uh, what would be a reasonable tax rate? Uh, I guess in the state it's around 8%, and I, uh, what do you pay in New York City, another 5%? Oh, at,
1: at least, uh, and, um, and, and these, these taxes should just go way down. Uh, and the federal side is as well, across the board, that would change things, New York versus other states, but uh, the, the increase in taxes over the years, it's driving, not just driving people out of New York, it's driving businesses out of the country, and and so we have to reverse all, all of that.
0: Have you seen a deterioration in the city uh, since Mayor de Blasio took office um, as far as the attitude towards corporate and business interests that he's not on their side
1: you know i think i think we we have seen that uh and it's 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 you know at all levels the city is just a different place to live in now um uh, it, it, you know the, the 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 homeless on the street is, is something uh it's not not quite a direct business issue but you know new rules that Oh, you can urinate on the sidewalk, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, the business climate's gotten so much, uh, there's so much more regulation. I mean, I, I was talking to a restaurant owner down the street. It took about two years to open up to get through all the city uh, bureaucracy and paperwork. And I, I wonder how many small business people have that kind of uh, money that they can just wait two years to finally start earning revenue. So it's a it's a huge problem.
0: Well, it's it's very sad to hear this because I think under the past two mayors, uh, there was record growth. I thought that 9/11 would hurt New York City tremendously, but it seemed that New York City bounced back tremendously after the terrorist act of 2011.
1: Oh, with good with good mayors, you, you know, you 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 certainly can and uh um you know, Bloom, Bloomberg certainly has his critics, but and, and he understands something about finance, uh, given what he does. And by the way, this, uh, the uh, yeah, the state income tax, you're right, can be actually can be almost 9%. And, you know, the city income tax going to about 4%. And just, uh, just thinking about some of these numbers, the sales tax is about 9%. It, it, it's crazy how high all these numbers can be. It really adds up.
0: So do you think that a lot of people are thinking twice about moving uh, to New York City from other parts of the country? Because, as you said, 9% state income tax, 4% city tax. Then if you might be paying another 33% federal tax, I mean, you're really talking about half of your income going to the government.
1: Oh, that's true, and and people—that's that's why people try to find a way to stay in New Jersey or, or keep their old um, residence somewhere else. Have two residences, and it's, it's uh, people are 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 so concerned uh, about the future. Now I hear that there's some people talking the real estate market might be softening, and of course it keeps propped up by 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 international folks that come into New York, uh, and. And if you're extremely wealthy and, you're, you know, you're looking for your, your, just a place to stay in Manhattan, well, maybe the, the, the taxes aren't going to hit you. You're not a, you're not a New York City resident anyway. Um, and so the, the property values have been going up for a number of years. But there's even talks that might be softening now.
0: For those who just tuned in to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520, blanketing 17 states and much of Canada, drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you if you're listening in Manhattan or Buffalo or Montreal to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet cards and letters from Canadian and European listeners, too. A little bit uh, more information about our guest in just a moment. I'd like to thank those who contacted us regarding our past guest, James Lewicki, President of the Polish-American Congress, Amy Wallace with the Muscular Dystrophy Association, and entrepreneur Lena Kennedy with Alexander Professional. Coming up, we'll have New York State Republican Committeeman, National Committeeman Charlie Joyce. Also, we'll have with us John Miller, who is active with the steamboats in Muskoka, and Jordan Milligan with Muskoka, Ontario Tourism. Now the information about Philip J. Rosenthal. He practiced law at Covington and Burling in Washington, D.C., specializing in patent, nuclear, telecommunications, environmental, and corporate law. A member of the New York Bar and the District of Columbia Bar. In 99, he co-founded Fastcase, a company that democratizes the law, and makes legal research smarter. He brings big data analytics to legal research. Our guest today, Philip J. Rosenthal, gifted civic, professional, and scientific leader in New York City. Now, I mentioned in Washington you practice law with patent nuclear, telecommunications, environmental, and corporate law. Let's learn of your work in Washington, D.C.
1: Oh, well, I did quite a variety of, of things, ranging from uh, nuclear licensing issues, uh, patent lawyer, um, doing patent counseling, uh, telecommunications work, wireless cable. Uh, I was very fortunate to have a, a very diverse uh, practice. It's an amazing firm there, and um, I think informs a lot of what I, you know what I think about today
0: very good now you've had such a uh, exceptional uh, background um, you know in physics uh, in law in science uh, really a, a very well-rounded uh, background what excites you the most of all these different careers you've been involved with
1: oh that's a tough question. Uh... Science has the elegance and the beauty uh, that are just unparalleled, and so I love that. Entrepreneurship is uh, the variety every day—the uh, way you can change people's lives, the way you can create jobs for folks—is uh, is, and, and, and you know, fast case we uh, we really try to th- to do something about the access to justice crisis. There's so many folks that can't afford uh lawyers um they're losing their kids, they're losing their homes and and uh millions of Americans, even you know, mid- middle class, they, they just don't have the twenty or fifty thousand dollars for a retainer. And so we try to make sure legal research is, is now free to free to two thirds of the lawyers in the United States so they can they can help folks more easily. And so that's really exciting, you know, the impact we've been able to have there. So I think in the end I have to say uh, that's the most exciting, to be able to build something and, and just have an impact um, on society in that way.
0: Very good. Well, let's talk about your current activities. We talked a lot of what you've done in the last 15 or 20 years. Uh, let's talk about your current activities now in New York City.
1: Oh, sure. Uh, well, you know, one one group I'm very active with is, is called the Endowment for Middle East Truth, or MET. And it's a think tank that educates Congress about uh, Israel and and national security and the importance of the alliance between uh, the U.S. and Israel. And so that's something I'm very passionate about as well. Um, and uh, of course, I'm, I'm still working on, on Fastcase, my, my wonderful company. Um, and and so those are are some of the some of the things that I, I, I think about a lot today.
0: Are you worried about Israel? It seems like the President of the United States does not seem to be a great advocate for Israel. A lot of problems with Netanyahu. And uh, it doesn't sound like he has Israel in his corner or as a top agenda item during his presidency. How worried are you about the Uh, state of Israel?
1: Deeply, deeply worried. Israel is our greatest ally. uh, and, And fighting our war against Islamic terror, uh, of course, it, it, it shares our values in the, in, in the Middle East as a liberal democracy, uh, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, great tolerance. And, and the U.S. just has not been providing the kind of support that it should and the kind of support that it used to in the past. So the, the president very famously wanted to have daylight between the U.S. and Israel. And so now uh, you, 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 you see, uh, of course, the catastrophic Iran deal. Uh, created an a, a central threat to Israel, to New York as well, to New York City as well. Uh, we, we can't forget that. Um, you also see the president threatening not to be supporting in, Israel in the UN. Uh, you, you see a situation where um, Congress passed a, uh, a trade law that, that Opposed BDS, and the president said, Well, we're going to force it partly, not in Judea and Samaria, not in the, you know, and, and, and that's very troubling. Um, and just a few days ago, you, you have the State Department, a uh, State Department spokesman, seeming to blame Israel for all the, the problems and, and the lack of peace uh, with the uh, Palestinians because of building. Legally building some settlements in Area C uh, and, and the State Department come, Comes out so strongly against Israel There's nothing against the terrorist violence Nothing against how uh, the, the Palestinians you know, Kill a 13-year-old girl in her sleep In, in, her, in her home, in her bed uh, and, and then the uh, Palestinian Authority uh, will, will celebrate these terrorists And call them martyrs um, So we ignore that And so I'm very concerned uh, about where U.S. policy has gone regarding Israel.
0: Let's get back to what you're talking about crime in New York City. Um, It seemed that New York City was one of the safest major cities in the world uh, for the last 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, Previous to that, the murder rate was triple or quadruple what it became under Mayors Giuliani and Bloomberg. Uh, Is there fear to walk on the streets at night in certain areas where before there was a feeling of safety?
1: It it, it is shifting in that direction again, And, and you're right, there was such a sea change when Mayor Giuliani came in. Uh, it was before sure then. You would you would never take a subway unless it was rush hour in certain parts. Certainly in you know, going through parts of the Bronx. And and then things under the Giuliani administration got so beautifully cleaned up uh, to where you, you could feel you can go just about anywhere uh, alone safely. And and now I see people who are who are uh, concerned more and more concerned uh, about being on the streets late late at night and and we never want to see the city going in that direction uh and and you know we, we also see people becoming um not a majority with some folks thinking about uh uh the problem of uh, terrorism and isis and uh, again are we hamstringing the nypd and keeping us safe? and you know when you go on the subways or, or Times square you know we have to live our lives we have to keep going forward and not not change because of that but we also have to support our police and i, I, I don't i don't see that happen
0: for those who are just tuned into the Rusk report our guest is a civic professional and scientific leader in new york city dr philip j rosenthal on the Rusk report on espn am 1520 if you're listening in staten island or toronto Our South Buffalo, drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN AM 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always read cards and letters from our European and Canadian listeners as this station has received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand. A little bit more information about Dr. Philip J. Rosenthal. He's currently president of Fast Case, which he creates jobs and ensures two-thirds of the lawyers in America have access to the law. According to the ABA, Fast Case is the number one legal app four years running. Fast Case partners with scores of national and local bar associations, as well as many of the largest law firms and most prominent law schools in the world. Our guest today, civic and professional New York, New York City leader Philip J. Rosenthal. I'd like to talk about the Obama nuclear agreement and it seems that this has raised tremendous fear on the part of Jewish Americans that Obama sold the Jews out, gave nuclear arms to a country that says death to America and death to Israel and a lot of uh, Jews who traditionally vote Democratic are really having second thoughts right now. Let's talk about that with this nuclear agreement. Philip Rosenthal. I,
1: I I do find a major shift happening uh, be, because of that agreement. It's one of the worst in our history. Uh, even if Iran follows it to the letter, President Obama admits that in thirteen fourteen years, the breakout time to a nuclear weapon is essentially zero. Uh, we released well over a hundred billion. Dollars uh, to the greatest state sponsor of terror. And Secretary Kerry says, oh, well, some of that might go to Al-Quds and go to terrorists. And... and uh. And, and then you see Iran continuing illegally its ballistic missile tests and writing right on the missiles. Israel must be wiped off the face of the earth. And, and why the administration considers this acceptable, I have no idea. Uh, and the people, uh, the Jewish community, I think I think Americans at large are, are very concerned. We know where those missiles are targeted. Ultimately, um, if Iran can develop uh, nuclear weapons in, in in ten or fifteen years, the missiles are targeted at Tel Aviv. At 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 Jerusalem, ultimately at New York City. Um, and, and so people are uh, wondering uh, how they can support these policies. And we couldn't have such a better deal. Um, one thing I'd like to say is if you were on uh, Pluto and looking at this, you would say, all right, I understand the deal. You had the world's greatest superpower on one side, and you had a third world country that was an economic collapse on the other only the deal looks reversed, <laughs> and so um, and so people are I, I think realizing that the that the Republican Party has Israel's back. If you look at the platform, uh, it is so pro-Israel uh, in, in in terms of recognizing that Jerusalem must be the unified capital of Israel for all time. We have to move our embassy there. Uh, in 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 terms of uh, Leaving the path to peace to, to our ally Israel and not imposing one state or two states. And so people are seeing um, the huge difference, and, and it's troubling. We need Israel to remain bipartisan, but we see the Republicans providing much more support.
0: I see on your resume, Dr. Philip J. Rosenthal, that you are active with the board of the MIT Enterprise Forum of Washington, D.C. and Baltimore which mm-hmm. mission is to inform, connect, and coach technology entrepreneurs. Let's hear how this is progressing. I'm sorry? I'd like to know how this is progressing with this enterprise forum uh, with MIT.
1: Oh, it's a wonderful uh, organization that's doing great. I, I, I'm concerned more about entrepreneurship in, in America, though, uh, with, the, with the level of, of regulation, Uh you, you know things that aren't always um, so sexy to talk about, like the new overtime rules that the, the the Department of Labor is putting out, saying that well you have to make over forty seven thousand even if you're an exempt employee, uh, and, uh, otherwise it's mandatory time and a half overtime, things like that. It, it's just going to work against the people it's trying to help. It's going to work against the young people who want a chance, who want to get a great job in in, in one of these companies. um, But instead, it's going to make sense to hire someone with more experience at the higher level. Uh, It's going to hurt the companies. It's going to hurt young people entering the workforce. Um, You you know, another thing with with the MIT Enterprise Forum, technology is so critical uh, that um, America leads in science, space, and technology. And we used to. When I was studying physics, um, doing string theory, all the best people in the world came here because all the best facilities were here. And now, if you want to go into space, you have to take a ride with the Russians. If you want to find the greatest physics lab, uh, fundamental physics laboratory in the world, you need to go to Europe and, and this is just a tragedy, and, and the result is going to be it's, – it's harder to stay ahead for this country to stay ahead economically and militarily. It's going to be harder for startups uh, that, that we try to promote at the MIT Enterprise Forum. It's, 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 it's going to be harder for them uh, because we're not leading. We're not trying to lead anymore in science-based technology.
0: Uh, Dr. Philip J. Rosenthal, you talked uh, a little bit about the homeless uh, problems and the families, and a lot of the cause of this is mental illness. How are we going to reach out to those families and try and bring back a family unit that is strong, encouraging, and provides security for these people so they're not on the streets sleeping at night? You know, so so much more
1: needs to be done. It's another change in New York City where it's now, well, you can just leave them. On the street, that doesn't help them. What we need to do, and it's not enough as is often in vogue to say, "All right, permanent housing. Just take someone, get them off the street, and then don't do a lot for them." What you're saying is exactly right. We need very intensive programs of uh, whether it be counseling, job training, uh, training on how to handle your finances, all the things folks need to get on their feet and. It, it can be done. I was on the board of The Dwelling Place, this wonderful nonprofit uh, in, in Maryland, and we, we have a transitional housing program, and in 18 to 24 months, you can give people the resources they need so they get on their feet, and and then they're, they're not homeless anymore, they're not a burden to society anymore, and they have the, dign- the human dignity that they're building their own lives. And uh, it, this is not the approach that people are, are taking very much anymore, and it has to change.
0: Very good. Um, it sounds like you're doing a lot to uplift people and help people throughout New York City. I'm sorry we have to come to a close on the Rusk Report. Uh, again, if you have any thoughts or comments, Please write to Brian Rusk, care of the Rusk Report, ESPN, AM 1520 Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the last 15 years. And our guest today, very gifted civic, professional, and scientific leader in New York City, Dr. Philip J. Rosenthal. Thank oh, you for enlightening you. us, and have a great week.